Blog Talk Radio. Will you be my light when I cannot see? When I can't take another step, Lord, will you carry me? And when I've lost my fight, will you be my strength? Will you set me a table in the presence of my enemies? I shall not walk. I shall not walk. Oh, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not walk. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. Cause my cock's running over, running over, and I shall not walk. And I will lift my eyes to where my help comes from. And I won't be afraid of the shadow, cause I've seen the sun. No, I will not stop when the way gets hard. Cause the green only grows in the valley. Running over, running over, and I sound not 
when this life is over, I'm gonna live again. Gonna trade this cross for a crown. No, this is not the end. And when you call my name, I will take my right. There's a mansion in glory, yeah. You're gonna meet me there. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. He will wipe every tear from my eyes. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. When he's on my side, I shall not walk. I shall not For the Lord is my shepherd in the valley. For the Lord is my shepherd when I'm lacking. For the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not Got everything that I need. Your goodness and your mercy is following me. Got everything that I need. Hey, hey, hey. Your goodness and your mercy is following me. Got everything that I need. Yeah, yeah. Your goodness and your mercy is Thanks. 
Yeah. Uh, so I am grateful unto the Lord. Busy, busy, busy day yesterday. I was grateful unto the Lord. I had to go to the dentist and the post office and uh, had ended up at the uh, Walgreens pharmacist and you know, just 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 had to get some stuff done. Had that needed to help some people with the um, Medicare Advantage and Disadvantage of plans. I know I didn't tell y'all about that, but I I do that on the side too. And it's not for a company uh, per se. It's not for Medicaid, Medicare. I mean, it is for the person that's entitled to the benefits. So I'm looking for stuff. And ways I can help these people. And uh, a lot of people in the, you know, late 60s, uh, 70s, 80s, and they, they're not really understanding this stuff because some people are not computer savvy. Um, some people don't understand what they're reading. So it can be time consuming. But I can sit on the phone and at the computer with them and walk them through everything several times because you got to do it several times, then they may call you back later that day or the next day. You got to take more time out for them. So, yeah, busy, busy day. I got in late, tried to make me some dinner, and uh, by the time I got that done, all the phone ringing, and uh, they finished my teeth yesterday, and I'm showing them all, you know, the different people that I knew saw the condition of my mouth. Not everybody, but quite a few people did, so... I'm showing them then my son is getting married and uh, I needed to talk to the fiance and spend a little time with her yesterday laughing and, you know, excited with her and all this kind of thing. So busy, busy day. But let me tell you something. When I say if God be for you, he's more than the whole world against you. I mean that. The dentist's office is the same people, but they have never treated me the way they treated me yesterday. And you know, you know, the enemy gonna come. And this year, I'm praying about grumbling, complaining, murmuring. Uh, I'm complaining about judging people, my thoughts. You know, I'm working on this. So the enemy tells me that, oh, they happy with you now because you paid all that money for them teeth. <laughs> no. They never had the time like they had yesterday to hear what I say and the laugh and the talk. And, and the dentist, as I'm telling him about Jesus in the morning radio, you know I tell everybody about that now. He said, well, what kind of show is it? A radio program is it? I told him it's Christian. And I told him what we do over here. We get a guest or I bring it or, you know, and we test. I, I told him. So he... He stopped what he was doing and listened to it. When I said Jesus, <laughs> he stopped everything. He stopped working on me and <laughs> he stopped setting things up. And he just stood there to hear what I had to say about Jesus. You never know. Hey, glory to his majesty. You never know where people's hearts set. And today, they don't preach Jesus in the dinner office. They don't really talk about them. Some companies don't have Christian-based business or Christian-based companies because they realize people won't come there. And they don't talk to people about Jesus when they come there. What these people do is they know 
what they got, what they're dealing with. So each morning what they do, they pray over their business and they pray over the new customers they would get, new patients and all this kind of stuff. That Lord, when these people come through the door, don't let me but you. Lord, don't let me be in the way but you, Father. And so they go on and they serve people. Some of them anoint their hands. Lord, as I'm working in their mouth, God, you use my hands. I know I have tools, but God, you move my hands with the tools that I do the right job for this person. And let me tell you something. Their business is blessed. This I wasn't even expecting what I saw in this man's office when I first went there. He had top of the line everything. State of the art, as they call it, new stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice building, all of that. But all that happened for him because he's trusting God. Without telling you, I'm trusting God. God gave me this. God building my business. Yeah, he, he don't tell you that. But when I said the word Jesus, he stopped in his track and looked. He was looking at me because he was doing some stuff uh, to my work. And he stopped and he was looking. And when he heard what he wanted to hear, oh, I forgot to call her. I'm calling you right now. I forgot. I'm already on the air talking. So give me a minute here. Just one second. So as he, um, I have to call her again. As he doing the work, he excited. I said, oh, good. And he went on. And I went on. Yeah. Wait a minute. What am I doing? Four, one, eight. Okay. All right. We're getting there, y'all. We're getting there. I got to get her in here. And uh, we'll keep it moving. So, look, this is what we know. Wherever we go, whoever we see, whatever doctor we see, if we can just let them know Jesus, a lot of days you're going to surprised. They're going to let you know Jesus, too. Because the spirit in you should agree with the spirit in me. And if the spirit in you don't agree with the spirit in me, something, one of us got some stuff going on. I love that song too, Brother Louis. I shall not want. Why, Barbara, he's my shepherd. If I'm in the valley, he's still my shepherd. If I'm, I'm on top of the mountain, he's still my shepherd, wherever I am. I have his goodness and his mercy is following me all the days of my life. I'm dwelling in the house of the Lord forever. I'm dwelling in his son, Jesus, forever. I don't want to change that. I don't want to go nowhere. I want to stay in Jesus. I don't want nothing to separate me from his love. I don't want power in high places. Wickedness, rulers of the dark. I, I don't know part of that. I like what's light. If you come to my house, is the light. Most people be looking crazy and say, "What in the in the beige sandpaper is this?" Because of this, I cannot stand the dark. I don't like it. It don't fit my profile. It don't fit. Jesus is the light of the world.
See, it fit light shining, darkness, darkness comprehended at night. I don't see how people have black furniture in their house, black lit. Yeah, that heart, that heart, that heart. Yeah, the heart. And they don't even know it. Yeah. They don't know that light is the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, here, it was nice yesterday, too, but when you went out, you didn't even need a sweater. Uh Uh-uh. You didn't need a sweater. But these next few days, you're going to need a coat. (laughs) 35 and all like that right there in the 30s. You're going to need a coat, a good coat, yeah, for the next few days. But we thank God that we have this weather. And And even in the cold, we're not frozen, frozen. And we can get out our door. We still can drive and go places. We don't have snow and all this stuff. But it rained all night, it appeared. All night it rained, light rain, I think, and then some heavy rain. And I think it stopped a few minutes before the show. The rain just stopped. Yeah. God is good to us. We got his goodness and his mercy. We shall not want. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. And the just shall live again this morning by faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're obtaining good reports because of faith. We believe God. We believe his word. Oh, yeah. All things must work together for my good. Hallelujah. That part, just, just that right there. As the world say, that part. Oh, yeah. want to make this announcement, and then we're going into prayer. I know y'all heard me talk about Dr. Amanda and uh, how she was a blessing, a group that I was in. And I fared through the group financially really well. I was really blessed in through and in that group. Uh, the owner was, or should I say overseer of the group, was Prophetess Coretta. And... Uh, God gave me favor with her. She didn't know me from a can of paint, like they say. But when she learned about me, she switched some things around so that I could be blessed. Because she knew if she blessed me, I would bless her back. Some things took place. Enemy got in place. and uh, She trusted people that she believed was, you know, saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost, fear, whatever. And we are moving up the ladder together to be blessed and come back and be a blessing to the people. And uh, this is how I met Dr. Amanda through uh, this particular group. On yesterday, I get the news that Dr. Amanda has passed away. Well, it started on Wednesday. I was told they're about to cold her, start praying for her. So I started praying, and yesterday on my way to the dentist, I get another message that's saying she's declining quickly. In other words, pray for her, pray for her. Get to the dentist, get everything done in there. Time I stepped out, because I didn't step out of the dentist's office until like 5.12, something like that. She left here at 5.11. Yeah, I got the message. She's gone. I said, what? I'm, I'm on the phone because, you know, I'm driving, but the, 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 
it Bluetooth in my ear, and I'm talking, you know, one person, you know, one step at a time, and I hear this. So I, I saw it, and I said, what? And I went on for a minute because I had to, you know, gather my thoughts. And I come back, and I said, what? Gone. And they said, yeah, she, she passed away. She died. To be honest with you, I was looking for it, but I wasn't looking for it. Anybody ever been there? You know, you know it's going to happen quickly. You know it. But you kind of don't want to receive it. You 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 kind of just just going on and letting it sit there because it's happening. You can't change it. You've talked to God about it. It's His decision, and I had just said to them, to the person that was, you know, asking me to pray for her, and this time, I said, listen. In other words, she's in God's hands, and He knows what's best for her. We pray for her total healing, and that He would raise her up. But whatever his will is, was accepting it because I knew she was gone. I already knew. She couldn't stay. Her body couldn't handle it. I, I was told she had lupus. And she had traveled and didn't take a medication and some other stuff. And we know COVID got, was out here and all of this. And, but I just it just kind of floored me a little bit. Dr. Amanda, yeah, it was kind of just... That's like diamond. Diamond gone? It, it, it's like it, what? But we know these things happen because we come here to leave here. But we got to do this while we're here. We need to get our business fixed with Almighty God that have all power. Yeah. So that if we leave tomorrow, we're going with him. If we leave this afternoon, if we leave it in mid-morning, if we leave tonight, right now, if I leave, I'm going with him. That's that's what we want to have fixed because in this old earth, things are going to happen. Thank you, Brother Lewis. The righteous perishes, and no man layeth it to heart. And merciful men are taken away, none considering that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. Isaiah 57 and 1. Yeah. God got a plan for each of us. He's got a purpose and he has a system for each of us. But it's up to us to get in there and find out what it is and get the instructions so that we'll know what it is we're supposed to do completely every day. If he called you, you have a ministry, I promise. You have work to get done. That's what that means. I know I said after this I'm going on into prayer. But one more thing, Brother Frank's sister called me last night as I was coming home from the pharmacy. And she told me that he's very sick, and I knew it. She said, I know he he told you something, but he didn't tell you all. And she said, and because he didn't tell you all, I'm not going to tell you all. She said, but he is a sick man. He's weak. He talk on the phone. After he get off the phone, he weak as water. But see, it wasn't what he told me because what he's doing is walking by faith and not by sight. And she didn't understand this. And I couldn't explain that to her because she's she wasn't in that spiritual realm. She was in the natural realm, but these people were my brother. So she said, um, and I don't know how they got the number because when I asked him about it, he didn't know how they got the number. I said, well, he told me 
to give the number out so that people could call him from my ministry, you know. She said, well, I would appreciate it if no one else uh, called him because he's very sick. And he's on the phone trying to talk, but right after that, he can't move. He's worn out just from a short phone conversation. And, and when I first called him, he, he sounded down, you know. But after we began to talk, he livened up. And she said that he was not discharged, but that's what they have in the hospital to tell people because they don't want people calling Brother Frank. So I said, okay, and, and you got to know me now. You got to know me. You can come nasty. Uh, you know, you can come being mean, but I'm going to hold my composure and I'm going to do the best thing by you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to do the best thing by you right then and then I'm going to pray for you because that's what the scripture says to do. So I went on talk nice. And some things she said, and I told her, I said, yes, I know you're telling me the truth on this. I said, because I know Brother Frank. She was a little upset because she said he's in a hospital and he is really sick. And people calling him for money to pay electric, their electric. People calling him for money to pay their rent because Brother Frank is that kind of guy. He can't stand to see a woman cry. He can't stand to see a woman in need, a child in need, a ministry that he believes is really doing the right thing by God. He's going to bless that ministry. And see, a lot of crooks and hooks out here. Yeah. A lot of saints and ain'ts is out here. And so they prey on him with that. And she said nobody sent him no paperwork to file taxes. Well, he's not given under that right there. Because if you if you give to get a refund off what you gave, you didn't give God nothing. You may as well keep that. He loves a cheerful giver. <laughs> Don't put the government in God's business. But see, she was not at a place where she could receive that because uh, anger was in there, hurt was in there. She really didn't know what to do. To be honest with you, she did not know what to say. And she's talking about all the church stuff, not about God stuff. So when it's like that, you have to humble down, be quiet, and really listen, really listen, so that you can bring her out of that place without putting scripture to her, uh, 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 without preaching to her, Without fighting with her and fussing with no, you don't do that. You want to save her. You want to bless her. So as we talked on, she said, you're Barbara Mack. I said, yes, you're with Jesus in the morning. I said, she said, yeah, he got all your stuff wrong down right here. And it's good reports about it, in other words, because she changed. Just like that. When she mentioned my name, she changed. And then she said this. She said, uh, I'm sorry if I offended you. I said, baby, no need to apologize. Because, see, like I said, she was scared. She was angry. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know which way to turn. And when it's like that for people, and they feel like people are taking advantage of their loved one or has taken advantage of the loved one, and they don't know everybody, they come out scratching and clawing and cutting and stabbing and shooting and, oh, fighting. So I had to get her to a place where uh, she could trust me. 
So we talked on and on. Probably, I, I, I want to say maybe an hour, I felt. It could have been longer or shorter. But she asked for prayer. Did y'all hear that? She said, well, I need you to pray for me right now. And I prayed. She said, oh, that was a wonderful prayer. I could hear prayer. Now I'm talking to the Lord, sugar. I'm telling them what you need. And y'all know I had to give a Proverbs 3, but I broke it down for Five through seven. I broke five down, six down, and seven. She said, whoa, who? She was receiving. She needed this. So I told her, sister, I'm fixing it right now. I'm going to ask the people that I've asked to call him not to call him. And and now that we call, we don't get through. Because I was trying to get Robin Lynn in there. She tried to get in, but they, they told her the same thing. They told me he had been discharged. Yeah, because the sister didn't want people harassing him and asking him for stuff. And this man is really sick. Really sick, y'all. I'm telling you. And so she said that, um, you know, if he make it, it's going to be all right. But she don't know. And you could hear the hurt in her voice. You could hear, oh, she was mourning over this thing. She said, this is my brother. And anybody in the family needs anything, this particular brother coming to see, I don't care where you are, if he have money or he don't, he's coming to see about you. And I got to tell you the truth, back in the day, Frank was no joke, so Frank changed his ways when he came to the Lord. And he's softer than cotton now. But you'd have called him a few years back before he came to the Lord. Oh, no, you (laughs) Wasn't no cotton there. Wasn't no softness in there. But God changed him. And we thank God for that. And so we're just going to pray for Brother Frank, pray for his family, and uh, keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving in Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, let's pray. And uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning. For you are our shepherd and we shall not want. It's you that lead us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. And Father, yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we feel no evil, for thou art with us. Your rod and your staff comfort us. You prepare the table before us in the presence of your enemy. Father, we come this morning asking that you would anoint each of our heads with oil and that our cups would run over. And Father, surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And Father, we want to dwell in your house, the house of the Lord forever. We come this morning and we bring Frank. Hey, good. We bring his sister. And Father, we ask that you lead this woman and guide her in the right path and the right thing she should do. We ask that you would drive every infection, every contagious, courageous disease in his body. Father, we ask that his spine would line up in your word and snap back into place stronger than ever. Raise this man up off his sick bed. And Father God, let him know that it's all about you, nothing about him. He made you. You made him for your pleasure. And there's nothing too hard for you to do. And Lord, it be your will that Brother Frank leave and go to take his final rest. We ask, Lord, that you would send someone, God, 
to make it easy for him in the name of Jesus. But, Lord, we are asking you to raise him up again, that he can help some young man. Lord, we're asking that you raise him up again, that, God, he can teach the truth like he never knew it before because he's been in visitation with you all these days. He's been sick. And every time he go to sleep, every time he's rested, he's resting in you. Help today, God. Oh, let all of this happen for Brother Frank Peoples in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you this morning because you know what's best. And, Lord, if he's ready to go, don't let us be a hinder to him. Don't let us pray that he stays and he's ready to go. But strengthen us, oh God, and he's going to, and him leaving for the final destination. Hallelujah. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. We thank you, Master, that you never leave us nor forsake us. Father, you'll be with us until the end. And we're grateful unto you. We thank you for your healing power this morning. Thank you for what you've done already. Oh, you woke us up closed in our right minds. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we have not used the activities of limbs, life, health, and strength. You're on our side today in spite of us. Father, it's you that looks beyond fault and yet meet our needs. And we need you today, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need you more than we ever needed you before. Father, the world is becoming more and more wickeder and wiser. It appears that the world has flipped upside down. Oh, but God, your word will come to pass. Heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will come to pass. Not one little jot or jittle will drop because it's all the truth. We bring those this morning that need healing. Father, we ask that you would Heal this morning. It's you that took the beating for the healing of the nation. It's you that have him healing yet in the hem of your garment. It's you that healed all manner of sickness and disease. You took a beating for it. Hallelujah. Do it for your people this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus. It's no joke being sick. It's no joke being diagnosed with something you really don't know nothing about and you really can't help yourself about it. Heal the day in the name of Jesus. Are we trusting you right now for your healing power? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we bring those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, Israel and Jerusalem, our brothers and sisters everywhere overseas, America and the leadership of America. And we're asking this morning, Father, that you would have mercy and that you would let your grace, your mercy, and your love abound even the more. And, Father, we know that we are bad people. We know that we do bad things. You made us, God. You know all about us. You know the intent of our hearts today. But you're the God that healeth thee. We all need a healing this morning, Father. Spiritually, physically, and mentally, we need a healing. And we're asking that you would heal each of us and our family members here, near and far. We're asking that you would heal the stranger that's addicted to drugs. Heal the stranger that's addicted to alcohol. Heal the stranger that think doing evil and wrong is good. Heal this morning. Thief. 
Heal those that use people. Heal the adulterers. Father, heal the fornicators. Or everything that's against your word that we're doing, heal us, lying God. Heal us this morning. We're not setting ourselves up like we are all of that. But God, you made us all the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you so love this, you sent your only begotten son that whoever believe on you won't perish, but have everlasting life. Help us all. We're not grading ourselves. I'm better than her. I'm better than him. I don't do what they do. I'm not. God, we're not doing that. We're bringing it all to you and putting it on the altar and let you know we all have sinned and come short of your glory this morning. So, Lord, we need you to heal us. Send your word today, a word that will heal us. Send your word today that it will make us come to the altar and repent. Send your word today that we will get up and walk up right before you do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Send a word that God keep us reminded of the things you've said in 2023. Send your word this morning, and your word will heal us. Hallelujah. Help us today, oh God. We need you. Mm. We don't need more money. We don't need more stuff and things, Father. We need you. We need that your will will be done in our lives. Or we need to be an obedience people, a people of obedience. Help us this morning. Lord, we want to be that church you're coming back looking for with our spot or wrinkle. We want to be that candle that sit on the hill that can't be hid. The light is so bright. They see their way to you. They see their way to Jesus. Because God sent you his son. And whom the son set free is free indeed today. And you set us free. Do it for us, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We can't say thank you enough, Lord. Those that are standing in need of finance this morning, Father, open a door, make a way, multiply the pennies even, God, every dollar in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. And Lord, help us not to forget that when you bless us financially, help us not to forget to plant a seed if it's only $10. Help us today, oh God, whatever you lay on our hearts, don't let us rest. Don't let us stop until we get our seed planted. And, Lord, we want to tell the seed what we want it to do. You love a cheerful giver. Hallelujah. And because of your love, it will cause many things to overflow that's good in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed right now. Bless right now, God. Lord, we're waiting. We, 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 we don't want to move too fast, Lord. We're waiting on you. We want to hear what the Spirit has to say. We want to hear what you say this morning, oh God. We prayed the prayer of faith. We believe you this morning. We're trusting you today. Hey, Lord, and we thank you. We thank you. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you. We can't thank you, his majesty, enough. Oh, if we had 10,000 tongues, Father, and we began to use them, yet wouldn't be enough because you're more than. Hallelujah. More than we are ever need. And we thank you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. And the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Oh, thank you, Lord. We got to believe God. 
Oh, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. And, Father, we ask all of this in Jesus' name again. Amen and hallelujah. Oh, thank you, his majesty. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We love you. We appreciate you. Father, we are grateful unto you. Oh, we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, there's not a friend like him. He's a friend that sticks closer to a brother than a brother. He's on our side today in spite of us. He's looking beyond fault and yet meet need. Hallelujah. But he's going the extra. He's going a bit further. Oh, thank you, Jesus, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uncommon blessings. Uncommon favor. Uncommon miracles. Hallelujah. He's going beyond. If I was you, I'd be praising him all this weekend. I wouldn't wait till Sunday. I'd take a little bit of time. If it is only 10 minutes, I'd take that and just start praising him like I lost my mind. Put your, put your, your regular or uh, uh, your favorite praise song on. Put your, your regular or uh, your special worship song on. Go and give it up to him this weekend and watch what happened to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Pray for spiritual energy and physical energy. You'll get things done. Spiritual energy and physical energy. Or sometimes you just may need right now, Lord, I just need physical energy to get these things done in my house, to get these things done on the job, to get these things done at whatever, you know, you're part of. Asking for it. We have not because we ask not. And these things we're not asking amiss. But we are asking for what we need. Hallelujah. God is faithful. And he is good to his people. I'm here to tell you. So we thank you today, Lord. We thank you uh, for what you've done already. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one right quick. And uh, when we come back, we're uh, coming back with our morning scripture reading. And uh, today is Testify Friday. Hallelujah. When I look in that. And I see your name. That is make my day right there in that chat room. <laughs> yeah, we, we're coming back. This is the first Testify Friday for us in 2023 because I wasn't here last Friday. So this is our first Testify Friday. And I hope you got a little testimony on your mind. Come in 2023 talking of his wondrous work and making known his deeds among the people at every opportunity that's presented to you. At every opportunity that's presented to you to say something about God, do it. If, it, if there's nothing more than tell a, tell a, tell a little testimony about uh, when you was a child and you went to church, they took you to church, or they sent you to church. You ain't got to get deep with your business. Uh-uh. You don't have to get deep with your business. I want to ask you to do this, too. Every, I want you to go down your friends list. And ask each one of your friends to choose a day just to call in. That's all you want them to do. Because if they they, they got to sign up to get in if they go online. But to call in, you ain't got to do number, dial seven numbers. Well, ten numbers. The area code and the seven phone numbers. And listen to me. Ask each one of your friends to call this number. And tell them, look, just hold on for two minutes, three minutes, five minutes. It's 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but you could call 8 o'clock, but just stay on for five minutes if you, if you can or, or three minutes if you can. 
and just hang the phone up. Nobody's going to thank you for that. But you're helping the gospel to grow. You'll be doing the Great Commission. You send it, the word out so that people can hear the gospel. I'm praying to them. I'm, I'm getting on this too. Uh, that, Lord, you bless us to have a little peace in here where we lead people to Jesus. Yeah. You lead people to Jesus. Uh, in a little short time, he'll give you the words to say so that you can lead them right quick and they can accept him. Uh-huh. Right here on the show. And that way, whoever come, if they haven't received him as their Lord and Savior, they can hear enough and make a conscious decision to make Jesus their choice. Because if we're not preaching the cross, if we're not preaching Jesus, if we're not preaching Jesus saved, he changed lives, he made people new creatures, then we're not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to teach him about going to the altar saying I do and asking him to come into their hearts and live forever. Because this is what we need. We need him. We need to give him our heart. Give it to him. And say, Lord, live in it forever. I don't even want to live with it. You gave me a new heart. I want to give it back to you. And I want you to live in it so I can walk upright. So that I can talk right. I wish I knew really of a place online where people could really get the truth. Not prosperity, but get the true gospel. They're teaching you Jesus because he's the way, the truth, and the life. Listen, if he's the way, without him, you don't know no way. You're on the wrong street if you don't know him because he's not leading and guiding you because you don't know him. He sent forth the truth because he don't want nothing to be fake with you. He don't want you to get there and it's not what it said it was going to be. So he, he's the truth and he's going to give you the truth if you can accept truth. And he's the life. I say in my life, but he's the life. If we're going to live, we need to live in him. It'll be the best life you ever live if you live a life in God, a life in Jesus. Peace, happiness, quietness, calmness. Ooh, that thing is beautiful. And you you have to be around rowdy people. You you have to be around non-believers, but uh, there's a way that you deal with all of this, but when you come around people that's like you, they got the same spirit and they love the Lord. Look here, it's a whole nother ball game. I know many of you know what I'm talking about. I have been with a few preachers and one of them is my friend Thaddeus Hendricks and his wife Estrella. When when he comes, that's all this man want to do, talk about Jesus. If you say anything negative, he said, well, hey, hey, now wait, Bob, you know Jesus and everything is about what, in other words, would Jesus do? What would he have us to do? 
And that's something that's been practicing and, and, and been paying attention because what's going on, they don't want to grumble, they don't want to judge, they don't want to complain, they don't want to, yeah, they don't want no murmuring, they don't, they don't want none of this. But they want to accept what God allows and keep it moving because he's got it all under control. God has it all in control. Yeah, he put that reassurance way down in our soul. He's got it all in control. Hallelujah. We're going to this one, and when we come back, we're coming back with our morning scripture reading. And uh, we want to talk today about testifying. Yeah, it's our first uh, Testify Friday of the year. And so we want to talk about what his word says about that and what can we do in this hour about that. How can we continue uh, to grow, to really love him so that we're not ashamed of the gospel and we can come on out and testify unto him to others. Because some people are ashamed. Um, the reason they're ashamed, they, they, they're not talking to God, they're talking to the people. But each morning I come, I'm talking, let him hear. Mm-hmm. I know you can hear too. But he hear, and I know it. So my mind is on him, not you per se. So you can get the truth. And I can't be ashamed, and I can't be uh, thinking, well, what they going to say? No. If you don't like something, take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Oh, leave them there, country. <laughs> leave them there. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. If you trust and never doubt, I know God will bring you out. But you got to take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Hallelujah. He said, come. Come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. That is so wonderful. But we got to do that. We can't play all around the battle. We got to do these things that the word said we can do. But if we don't study the word, we don't. We won't know these things that they can be done through us. God, we can pray, and God can give us what we need to get it done. Hallelujah! And uh, it's all right today. Let's go. <laughs> It was meant to kill me, sin to destroy me, and I thought that it would, and I thought that it should, cause I messed up so many times, I went left when you said right, I'll understand if you wanna let me go, let me go, let me go, but you held on to me, and you wouldn't let me go, and you wouldn't let me go. Let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. 
and what the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my
for my good is the name of this one, and this is Todd Galbraith. Listen, it's going to work together for my good. I done did some things now. He said, go to the right. I went left. He said, go to the left. I went right. The blessing was right there, but I turned my back to the blessing because I wanted what the flesh was feeling. I wanted what the flesh wanted. And what the flesh wanted wasn't a blessing. It was more of a curse. Hallelujah. But he worked it out for my good. He yet looked beyond my fault and yet meet my needs. He yet forgave me before I asked. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. The heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. I got some scriptures for you this morning, but our main scripture is going to be the 105th Psalms. But I'm going to start off with Amos. Amos 3 and 13. Amos 3 and 13. And this is what it says. Hear ye and testify in the house of Jacob, saith the Lord God, the God of hosts. Hear me this morning. Hear me this Friday, the 13th, January the 13th, 2023. Hear me today. Hear me and testify in the house of Jacob, saith the Lord God, the God of hosts. Because when you follow the instructions of the Lord, it's going to bring the blessings of God to you. And we just don't sit around and think we know it, we got it. I don't have to. Maybe I should, but I'm not. I, it don't help you. You're building up a case against yourself and don't even know it. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. Hear ye and testify in the house of Jacob, uh, saith the Lord God, the God of hosts. Psalms 15 and 7 says, Hear, O people, and I will speak, O Israel, and I will testify against thee. I am God, even thy God. Again, it said, hear. See, if you don't listen, you can't get instruction. But if we listen and pay attention, we can get instruction and we can be blessed. People that graduated with fellowships in, in colleges and universities, they were really at the end of all schooling. But they took time to hear, they took time to listen, they took time to pay attention. So they went from associates, bachelors, masters, uh, 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 the other one, I, I, um, oh, I can't think of it now with a P. That one, and they keep moving and keep moving and keep learning and keep getting degrees. They call that a fellowship. They never really get out of school. Because they're going to set themselves up to know all that that, that mind can know. Into, like putting it into the computer is their mind. Keep putting the data in. Sometimes they, they think they can delete stuff and add more. No, whatever you put in that data, it's there. And at least little thing can trigger it if you need it to. Because we have what we call memory. Yeah. PhD degree. That was it. Associate, bachelor's, Master's, Ph.D., Fellowship, I think is in that order. Yeah. Acts 10 and 42 says this, and he commanded us to preach unto the people. 
and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. We're talking about Jesus right here. He commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of quick and dead. We're still talking about testifying of the goodness of the Lord, to the goodness of the Lord, what he has done in our lives. See, I have a lot to tell you. I have a lot to tell you. Because he has done so much for me. He has done so much for me. Raise me up off the sick bed. Fix my heart. Regulated my mind. Fix my feet. He's doing some things right now. As I'm talking to you, he's healing. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Some of us should have been dead and gone, but he allowed us to live on. He allowed it. We, we're not keeping ourselves. Mm-hmm. I know we think we are, but we're not. Can't even wake ourselves up in the morning. He got to do it. Because we really can't. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. Acts 20 24 says, But none of these things move me. Neither count I my, my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus. Listen. To testify the gospel of the grace of God. Are we testifying around here? Because I know the people told us we needed a permit from the church. The folks uh, in charge at the church, the church leadership said we need a, a piece of paper. Uh, what do they call that paper? Lord have mercy. It give us, uh, uh, it let them know that we've been tried and ordained by man. And uh, from what man saw, now he believed God used you and called you. It's a paper they want. A lot of people die for that paper, especially if they've been a, got a little schooling, you know, a little bachelor's or something. They get that little piece of paper, and they get up like they deep from seminary and some foolishness. Now, I tell them this. I, I don't need to know about your paper. Licensing. Some kind of minister's license. Oh, they love that craziness. Listen. I don't need you bringing me no license. I need you to bring me the spirit of God. I need that anointing. I need Jesus to make me operate. That paper won't do nothing for me. Folks lie all the time on paper. Folks get with their friends, and their friends help them, and they become self-taught. And boy, you think they really got it going on. See, I need to know the spirit in you is that same spirit that's in me. Bring me Jesus. Bring me the anointing. Don't bring me no paperwork talking about what you did and I, that's some foolishness. Because you got all that paperwork and your hair raising at home, uh, uh, your house in disarray, but you got that paper. Uh-uh. I got the anointing. I have peace in here. Joy. Unspeakable joy. I'm so happy by myself with just me. I, I just got the love on me more to the weight come back off. I just got to love on me. I I can't have time for foolishness. 
testify the gospel of the grace of God. That's what we need. Yeah, we need the gospel. Deuteronomy said, and it shall be if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall perish, surely perish, that ye shall surely perish. He said, if you forget God, if thou do at all forget God, that they have my tongue almost twisted, I can't forget him. If thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day that you should surely perish. Wow. This is serious business. Serious business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lazarus and the rich man. The rich man was dirty to Lazarus and, and, and probably all the servants because, you know, some people get two pennies and they really do not know how to handle that. They've never been there before and it never crossed their mind to go somewhere that they can be taught or bring someone in, a, a financial planner or somebody to help you manage and figure this thing out. They don't do that because they're scared somebody's going to rob them. Put your money in the bank and bring the spirit, to, I mean, bring them financial advisor, a planner in. I understand you being careful with a bookkeeper, your, your accountant, but the financial planner, they trying to help you. They don't understand, so you have to be careful uh, what people get, what people have to be careful what they get. And we all said at one point we want to be rich. I, I took that back. I want money to be a blessing to others. I don't want to be rich for me. Because where I'm going, the earth has never seen this kind of richness in its life. I'm getting a little taste of a few things on earth, but it's nothing comparing to where I'm going. Eyes have not seen, ears not have not heard. Neither have it entered into the hearts of man the things that God have in store for us. He sent Jesus back to overseer a place for us to take care of that, that where he is, we may be also. They said when Jesus come through, he had a bad robe on and some bad sandals. Where you get that from? He didn't come poor. And they tell me he didn't come looking poor. So he came with something. And, you know, man noticed the gods cast a lot for his robe, for, for, for his garment. My goodness from Zion. My goodness from Zion. Hallelujah. So he going to give us some right here on the earth. We'll be blessed. Yeah. We have a roof over our head, food to eat, and clothes on our back, shoes on our people. Hot and cold running water. Some of us have businesses. Some of us may have investments and, and different things. He, he gave us a little taste of 
something good, but it can't compare to what's there. Yeah, that where he all that where he be, we may be also. It, 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 nothing can compare to that. Oh, I feel all right right now. I have a mansion just over the hill. Ooh, boy, I can't wait to get. I, I've never seen streets of gold. I'm not talking about a, a, a little, what they call it nowadays, uh, where they give you a little bit of something in the thing. Then. They got a name for it. It'll come after a while. They got all that going on. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, we may wear a, a gold ring and it got some gold in it and it's holding a diamond. Yeah, stuff like that. The watch, you know. They tell me that uh, uh, <laughs> the one that don't even make sense in my book, the Rolex. We may have stuff like that. But look, what's in heaven, what God has, no man can compare. I don't believe we can even uh, copy it. We can't even make a knock a knockoff brand from it. Because your eyes haven't seen and your ears haven't heard the things that he got in store for. He tells you, yeah, he told nobody. Yeah. So sometimes we want these riches and things and it messes us up more than it helps us. And God already knows, but you won't let it go. Down there crying and you're crying and I want it so I said I've been doing this boy God I've been serving you since I was 16 Lord you know I keep saying it you left with the foolishness because he won't withhold no good thing from us if it's gonna work for our good he'll release it now if it's not working for your good he's not giving it you you'll never accuse him of hurting you I mean you have people have but it's not the truth. They made the choice to hurt themselves. But God gave you what you asked for. He gave you what you wanted. Let's look at Luke 16 and 28. Well, I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Yeah, when you could bless, you didn't do it. Now you die straight. Now you want somebody to go witness to your brothers, and, and you had the opportunity to get that. You didn't want that. You want to flaunt what you had. I'm rich. I, 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 I won't even let you eat the crumbs from my table. I'll give it to the dogs first. But when you get in trouble, you know. Let me tell y'all something. That brought me to this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Folks riding high, they good. And when they ride high and you try to tell them something, they don't want to hear that. I had one the other day, a relative say, oh, you think you're so holy. Honey, no. I got much coming up to do. But see, they riding high and they don't think they need me. As soon as they start dwindling down and they see they're not coming back up. Um, five years ago, you told me something. You remember what you took five years ago? Look, I don't remember what I told myself. <laughs> God has to remind me. I said, no, I don't remember from five years ago. Uh, I just tell him, you know, I don't remember. I said, but can you help me to remember? Can you tell me? Yeah, five years ago you said I was going to get the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I got it, but sister, I'm having some problems keeping it. 
And I, I want to see if the Lord speaking anything concerning my home and what I need to do to keep it. And uh, I want to say this. I'm sorry, sister. Because after you told me that, I, you know, I was so happy. And she clicked on off like Dorothy. There's no place like home. There's no, and, and cared no more for me, which I, I'm busy. And it come up again. I had to tell her some stuff. And you could hear that. Mm, I didn't want to hear it. See, because we only, some of us, not me, I don't put myself in that category. Some of us only want to hear the good. What God going to give me now? I asked for the house on the hill. He gave me that. I asked for a nice car. I said, Lord, I'll take a 2022. I'll take a 2020. He's going to give him a 2023, whatever it is. They forget him. They forget the person that taught him. They're not planting a seed nowhere, $5, $9, no kind of dollars. All that money, they'll take it to their church. But they came over to another ministry and got the blessing from the other ministry. Yeah, all of this kind of stuff go on. But look, they think they're walking in the light, and they think holiness is right for them. God looking at everything. He loves a cheerful giver. He looks at the very intent of your heart. You would give the world. You would give your children as worldly children before you give godly. You'll make sure. Let me tell you something. You'll make sure that worldly man is taken care of before you take care of ministry. Seeds ought to be popping up from everywhere because we don't plant $2 over here because we ain't got it like that. But but I can't give you a dollar. I can't give you $2. And then they got so greedy, they start talking about the dollars. But dollars add up. One dollar add up to five dollars. And five dollars will add up to ten dollars. Ten dollars add up to twenty. When you know anything, you you balling out of control if they stay in the world. And that's what I decided to do to help this woman in her ministry. Just ask people for nine dollars. And we plant the nine dollar seeds over there. And we tell the seed what we're signing it to do. Uh-huh. And God come right on and blessed it. Come right on and blessed it. Come right on and bless you. And you ain't got to look for it. It's going to fall. So a lot of times we looking for it, it don't happen like that. Because it's not coming the way that we think. But if we let go, God going to fix I'm over here at Galatian 5 and 3 now. Galatians 5 and 3 says, For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Well, we know Jesus coming. He brought grace and truth, and they don't want to hear it, but it's true. There's only one way to God, and that's through his son, Jesus. I shall not want. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, oh hear, oh, my people. And I would testify unto thee, O Israel, if thou wilt hearken unto me. Psalms 81 and 8. Yeah. John 2 and 25 says this, And needed not that any man should testify of man. 
but he knew what man was, but he knew what was in man. John 2 and 25 says, and need not, needed not that any should testify of man, but he knew what was in man. We ain't got to testify about man. I just told you about the rich and how they act once they done got two pennies. Once they done got a little money, they ain't going to give you no crumbs from the table. And we have to act a certain way and walk a certain way. And to get uh, just to be in the presence of these raggedy people uh, that don't have God and no respect for God, uh, we, we got to bow down in a certain way. I'd rather not be bothered. But sometimes we have to do what we have to do because it's the grandchildren. And they need this and they need that. Sometimes it's the husband or the wife. And these people are the only ones I can get it from. That's like the check cashing places. Remember these check cashing places? Some people can't get a bank account, so they have to go to these knockoff check cashing places. And they know they're coming in now. So what they do at the check, they triple in, 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 in old triple what you pay to cash a check. Cash advance. They know you can't go to the bank and get a traditional loan not that quick. And you need the money within a few minutes. So you go to them to get it, and guess what? They knocking you off too because they triple charging you. Or uh, sometimes they try to get 10 times more. I'm telling you the truth. It's greed. John chapter 5 and verse 39 says this. Search the scriptures, but in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Go back over that one more time. Search the scriptures. But in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But see, just because I'm testifying of them, what kind of life am I living behind the testimony? What am I really doing when no one is around? Who's hanging out with me when it's just me? What's my preference of TV? What's my preference of the news? What's my preference of what I hear? What kind of songs I listen to? Yeah. I listen to all kind of music. I really do. I really do. But gospel is going to flow through here. Gospel is going to flow in here. Gospel is going to flow in my truck. Anything that I'm controlled over God is going to be first. It's his. He's going to remain there. I'm not switching it around to fit you. That's why I'm careful who I invite here now. Because having guests, they watch the news. They they, they, they watch TV and they watch these, what they call the reality shows, but that's not reality. That's a trick of the devil tricking the people. But they watch all this kind of stuff. Uh, 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 to Roger J. Henson and Terrence Howard back in the day with that foolishness, I, Empire. So I don't watch all of that. Tyler Perry's sisters. I don't watch no nonsense. If I'm saved, I'm, I, what I'm watching unsaved folks for, what I'm trying to get back unsaved, I'm trying to backslide. Is that what I'm wanting? I got to watch what's going to cause me to increase in faith. Trust in God. 
and serving well. That kind of stuff that won't cause me to do that. I'm talking, uh, 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 oh, child, did you see? Like back in the day, the women with the stories. Yeah, foolishness. And see, silly women, the word talk about silly women. And I hope and pray I'm not a silly woman. I hope and pray, Lord, help me not to be a silly woman. Because I was never one of them church women where the deacon could come and sneak in my face and snicker. <laughs> and say something, you know, under my clothes and sexy and all of that. <laughs> That's not me. In the house of God, or in my own house, I still want to carry myself in a respectful way. Guess what? His eyes are in every place. I'm talking about Almighty God that have all power. His eyes are in in every place. He's beholding the good and the evil. He sees what we do. John 7 and 7. Now, this Jesus doing all this testifying right here. He's telling us he testified, and we need to testify of him. John 7, 7 says, the world cannot hate you, but me it hated, because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. My goodness, I'm sorry. I could go down through a list of these all day, but listen, we're going to cut over to the main scripture this morning that I want to talk about, 105th Psalm, 105, Psalms 105. It's one of my favorites too, y'all. Hallelujah. Hold that right there. I'm going to one quick request. And uh, we'll be right back. And we're going to continue. Psalm, we're going to start, rather. Psalm 105. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, everybody. Get your feet happy. Let's go. Come on.
you a little quick message there so you would know that your hand is raised in the studio. But anyway, we're moving right along and we're talking about the first Testify Friday of the new year of 2023. And we're talking about even Jesus testified and we should testify of his goodness. We should testify of the God of our lives, Jehovah. Yeah. The God who made the heavens and the earth. The God that so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whoever will believe on him won't perish but have everlasting life. We want to talk about the God who said, let there be light, light appear. We want to talk about the God that said he sent his son. Yeah. And that his son, whoever will receive his son, his son will make them free. And so he's done so much for us. Many times he has healed our body. Yeah. He healed our body. He made ways where we see no ways. He's on our side in spite of us. 
Yeah. Look beyond fault. Listen here. And yet meet your needs. And we 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 go, we'll sit back and we can't say nothing. What is wrong? Yeah, what's wrong with us? Why are we sitting back on Almighty God that have all the power that has done all of this for us? Wakes us up every morning. Do you know he has awakened me every morning for 65 years going into 66? This is what he has done for me. I am grateful unto him for all he has done. Great is our faithfulness. He made ways where I, I saw no way to, to do it. I, I, I didn't see a way to pay for cleaning. I didn't see a way for carpet to keep cleaning. I, I didn't see a way uh, where I had the money to go to the grocery store and get the, all the things that I felt that I needed to make a complete meal. I didn't see a way that I had enough money to pay rent. I'm thinking I'm going to be evicted. But I called on the Lord and he heard my cry. I cried to the Lord and he heard my cry. I asked him to help me with the rent, the mortgage, the, the, the car note, the house note, the, 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 the car insurance, the house insurance, the barrier, everything I needed. I had to ask him for it. He made a way. I had a job. I lost a job. I didn't know where the next when the meal was going to come from, but he opened a door. Again, he made a way. This same God supplied need according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus. Now, he said the poor would always be among us. That means the poor is always going to be here with us. Everybody's not going to have what everybody else has. I may have a 2015 truck. You may have a, two, a, 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 a 2001 car. You might have a car that's in the 90s, in the 60s even. But you keep the oil changed. You keep this done on it. You keep tires, you know. You keep the tune-up, whatever you need to keep the car going. And guess what? It's a 201 in in. in, in 223, but guess what? You get to and from work, you get to and from the store, to and from church, to and from wherever you need to go. And then there are times when you need a better car. You can't afford a new car, but he bless you to have enough to rent a car to get to however many miles away you need to get. We're talking about Jehovah God that have all power. There's no higher power. We're talking about the God who has made a way for you, the God that you keep coming back to because he's a way maker. He can fix things. He can heal your body. When something happens, you go to him. But when it's time for us to talk about him, we want to act like we're on the down low with God. We don't want nobody to know he's my savior. He's the Lord of my life. He's the God of my life. We don't want nobody to know when I was in trouble, only God can and only God could. Every opportunity that comes available to me, I need to run to the mic. I need to be the first one there to say what he did for me. 
I need to tell him thank you at home. I need to praise and worship him at home. I need a prayer life at home. I need a Bible study life at home. Not just when I go up in the four walls. And I want to serve in the church, but I want to serve more outside of the building than I'm doing in the building. The need is greater outside the building than it is in the building because those that's coming in the building, they know he in there. And I'm going to get what I need. I'm going to praise and worship him. I'm going to hear his words so that I can apply it to my everyday life. But that that I already know about him, I'm out here telling others about the goodness of him. He's been so good to me. He's been a hard fixer, mind regulator. He's rescued me. Turned my whole life around. I was a hell raiser. I, I, I was a weed smoker. I was drinking. I was fornicating. I, I was doing all kind of stuff that I shouldn't have been doing because he made me for his pleasure and I wouldn't pay him no attention. My flesh wanted to be pleased with fleshly things, not godly things. So I took no thought for God. But he had a purpose, a plan, and a system. He had a certain date when he was going to draw me. He had a certain date when he was going to get me to know him because he knew me. He knew me before I entered my mother's womb. He didn't just wake up one day and say, oh, God done woke up now. Y'all watch out. I'm going to make a a, a Barbara. And that's all he did. No, he made a Barbara with intentions. He made a Barbara with purpose. He made a Barbara with plans. He made a Barbara with a system. For Barbara, that he would bring her into a place where she would truly get to know him and obey him. She's not perfect yet. She's striving in him for perfection. In him. Mm-hmm. So in Psalms 105, it starts off like this. They call David the psalmist. And I got to give it to David. David was a great brother in my book. Because after all the wrong and the sins and the dirt and the murder and things he had done, he remembered God. And he knew he had to go to God and repent. And I got one over here. I'm going to take you to this one right quick. And then we're going to come back to 105. But I want to show you what what happened with David. I want to show you this quickly, quickly. It's not going to take me very long. And these, that 105, that's David. Yeah. I got Proverbs. I'm looking for Psalms right above it. <laughs> so we're going out here. Let me, let me see if I can find this right quick. I think it's is it Psalms 57. Y'all know I got so much. Okay, wait a minute. It might be Psalms 51. I know y'all know what I'm talking about here, but we're going to go look at it right quick. Listen. He realized he had messed up. He realized he had killed Uriah, Bathsheba's wife, because he sent over there and got that man's wife and laid with him, played with him, didn't care, unprotected, and now he hear the woman come up pregnant. Uriah out in the field, so he knows Uriah knows there's no way it could be my baby because I, I wasn't home. So when we look at Psalm 61, look at verse 1, it says, To the chief musician of Psalm David, 
when Nathan the prophet came unto him after he had gone into Bathsheba, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. See, he didn't just say blot out my sins. Blot out my transgressions because I transgressed against you, the God of the heavens and the earth. I know you're loving and you got kindness. You have multitudes of tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions according to your loving kindness and this multitude of tender mercies. When we look at verse 2, David says this to God, wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. See, that iniquity thing, killing Uriah like that, and that was dirty. That was deep. They take the man's wife and David's son. Verse 3 says, For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. I know what I did wrong, and I can never forget what I've done against you, God. For says, against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Who tell God that? But a man that's knowing he, he done did wrong, a woman that know she has done wrong, but I'm coming to you for forgiveness. I need you to forgive me. I can't even forgive myself. I need you to forgive me and teach me how to forgive me and teach me how to walk upright before you afterwards. By knowledge, my transgressions and my sins is ever before me. Verse 4 says, Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. When I stand before you and you tell me about this, you're going to be clear. When you judge me, because you saw what I done, the world didn't see it, my family didn't see it, my children didn't see it, my husband didn't see it, the place where I worked, they didn't see it, the people that I hung out with, they all of them didn't see it. But God, you saw everything. Verse five says, "Behold, I was shaping in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me." I come from a sinful nature, Father. You know the intent of my heart. You, you, you know what's in me. Six says, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden parts thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Lord, you want me to tell the truth from my heart. And that that I've hidden, make me to know wisdom. Make me to know when I should and when I shouldn't tell, what I should talk, when I shouldn't talk, what I should tell and what I shouldn't tell, what I should say and what I shouldn't say again. Seven says, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. David was in a place, he said that sin was going to ever be before him and it just wouldn't go. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Because this sin I've done, it's, it's, it's got me down. 
I don't have no joy, no happiness, no peace. I'm not glad about, about it. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. The, 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 the thing in me that broke because of this evil I did, I, I, I can't get back up just right up. I messed up. I need you to forgive me. That the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice in me. Nine says, hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquity. Here we go right here. Verse 10 says, created me a clean heart, O God, and renew the right spirit within me. Because, see, when we sin on God, when we sin against God, the heart is no longer clean. So we need him to create back in us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. Put, put put away the spirit that had me to kill Uriah and do all this dirty stuff. But renew that right spirit within me, which is your Holy Spirit, that will lead, guide, teach, remind. Give me that spirit. Eleven says an important deep part in my book. Cast not, cast me not away from thy presence. And take not that Holy Spirit from me. Lord, don't leave me. Don't leave me. And when I come before you, recognize me, Father. Remember me. And don't take your Holy Spirit from me because I need a renewed and a right spirit because I've been in a spirit of murder. I've been in a spirit of taking this woman and protecting my child. God, help me, help me, help me. Twelve says, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And uphold me with that free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto you. I become a great witness unto you, Lord. I tell those that are transgressing against you your ways and what you desire of us. And sinners will become saved. You can, they'll come to you and you'll save them. They'll be converted unto you and not back to their sin. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God. Thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. This is how this got started. The psalmist David, he went through, to whom much is given, much is required. And I know some of us, we sit around and we cry and we grumble and we complain and we mumble and, and, and we just ain't got it together. We don't know how to get it together. We don't know if you're going to do it like that. But I want it this way. God not doing it your way. He's going to do it the best way. Because what he give, it won't add no sorrow. It won't make you sad. It won't make you hurt. It won't make you cry. It's going to increase your good and increase you for the good. So the psalmist David wrote this. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. 105th Psalm, 105 verse 1. Make known his deeds among the people. I'm going to go back over this. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. He deserves the thanksgiving. He deserves the praise. He deserves the worship. I'm calling upon him, and I'm not just calling upon him because I need something. 
I'm calling upon him because I need him to teach me. Well, I do need something because I do need him to teach me how to make known his deeds among the people. But how would I do it? I must testify. I got to talk about it. I got to tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And it's got to come from a sincere heart. Time out for playing church. Time out for playing games 2023. 20, God won't remind us on you. He won't remind you of what he requires for this life to get you to that next life. He wished that none should perish. And I know you go to church. And I know you believe in God, you say. And I know you're looking for a word. I know you're looking for a pastor. I know you want this. I know you want that. You give everything place but God. That's why he can't deliver you. That's why he can't set all of the mess free. Because you keep going back, giving more to the mess than you're giving to God. Because you keep trying to fix it. You can't, you can't, you can't. Only he can. Look what he said. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. If I pray to be a great witness, that's what he's going to make me. I'm an evangelist. I'm the one that talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. I'm the one that cry loud and spare not. The title evangelist represents work. I know people think it's prestige and it's people following you and that people want to serve you. Let me tell you, that's work, honey. Because these people that's coming to serve you and all these people got issues. Big issues. Some of them, they can only hear certain things that you say because they just can't turn it loose. Call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. We got to testify, y'all. Bench warmers, bench sitters, pew sitters, pew warmers, you got to testify. Pastors, you got to get up and tell the truth. You got to preach the gospel and stop preaching foolishness. Prosperity, I don't teach prosperity. I teach faith and obedience because faith and obedience equals prosperity. You're going to get somewhere. I came into a place of prestige and got the smallest thing I could, and it's still too big. Because I didn't do it for myself, he did it for me. I needed his guidance on it. I would have messed up big time had I not had him. In verse 2, look what he tells you to do. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous work. That word right there, all is a big, big word too. But he didn't say come before him weak and, 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 and sobbing. He is God. Sometimes we have to come that way because we don't know what else to do. Excuse me. <coughs> But the believer, if we stay on track, if we continue with a, a Bible study life, a prayer life, a life of faith, a life of trust in God, we're remembering daily what his word says. We've got to set ourselves set up so that we can apply his word daily. So now we don't come out of the sad area. Now we're singing unto him. We're singing songs unto him. We're talking of all his wonders work. Anybody that will listen to us, we're telling them about the goodness. I believe in the goodness of God. 
Every day, I have been in a store. Listen, Family Dollar, Dollar Tree, Dollar General. I don't go to those places anymore because they come to the door now. And everything I used to walk in there and get, I don't have to go in there anymore. I just make my order online. They bring it to the door for a couple of dollars. And I have been in there and I sang. Y'all know I ain't got much of a voice. That's that Andrea Spinner and her sisters and them people over there with all that singing. I wish I could sing like that and carry that note like that. Uh, uh, them roots, how they harmonize and all. Oh, my goodness. The Gaither Band. Oh, my goodness. But I walk in there and I'm singing something. It could be a simple song like this. this is I'm not singing real loud, but you can tell I'm singing. I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. In a few minutes, somebody come up to me. Oh, they were singing that Sunday. They went way back Sunday, honey. And they were singing that in church. I said, really? Yeah. And here you come in the door singing it. I said, because that's what God wants. He wants us to let our little light shine. I said, but I got a big light. I said, it's a candle that sit on the hill that can't be hid. And they go from there. God give me what to say. Sometimes the person will break down right there. And say, I needed to hear that today. So yeah. You see? Sing songs unto him. Sing unto him. Sing songs unto him. Talk ye of all his wonders work. What has he done for you? Well, he brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light. Let me testify right quick. He ordained me before I entered my mother's womb. He had already predestined what he would do with me. Oh, that's wonderful right there. He brought me on up through the ranks. I went through the storm and lots of rain. I, I, I didn't get with him. I believed him, but I didn't get with him. I was just a believer. But one day he made me his daughter. Oh, my goodness. I received from him. He set me aside unto himself. He sanctified me. And then he come back and he baptized and filled me with his spirit. The things I used to do, I couldn't do no more. I didn't desire. I no longer desired a, a clubbing. I didn't need no more crown royal on the rocks. I, I, I didn't need no more toke of weed in the patio. I'm smoking a joint. I, I didn't need that no more. I didn't need Big John and, and, and Stanley and Flashlight and, and Boo Baby. I didn't need them no more. I found a savior. I'm going to kick some over. And he's sweet, I know. He's sweet, I know. He's sweet, I know. <laughs> Dark clouds may rise. Stormy winds may blow. But I'll tell the world wherever I go. I found a savior. And he's sweet, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I let him in, I found out he's sweet. It makes me say this to myself. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Huh? That, it just makes me say that a little bit right there. Verse 3 says, glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Now, it didn't say let the heart of them rejoice that seeking after the job, the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Uh, you're seeking money, stuff, and things. You want to be like the world. You want to be a boss. You want to be this. That, that's not what he said to the believer. 
That's not what he said to the Christian, the saints of God, the people of God. He said, glory ye in his holy name, and let the heart of them that rejoice seek the Lord. The way you want to be happy, the way you want to be happy, it's in you. You got to keep your mind on him. No matter what goes on, he's going to keep you in perfect peace. Another thing, stop seeking stuff. Stop seeking mess. Because if you seek, you're going to find. If you knock, the door going to come open. If you ask, it's going to be given to you. And it ain't always good things. People have lost their life going to seek foolishness. Going to fight somebody. Going to tear somebody off and lost their life. Yeah. They were seeking it. They asked for it. They went over there and knocked on the door. Yeah. The door came open. They seeking. They got what they were looking for. When they asked, come on out here. I'll beat you behind. Come on out here. I'm going to do this. Come on out here. Yeah. And the person that you went to beat, they behind. They shot and killed you before you got not one tap in against them. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. We got to seek God in 2023. I can't seek my husband. I can't seek my wife. I can't seek after these children. Enough is enough. What I'm going to do is sit down and have faith and trust God and pray. And believe that not only God here, but he's going to answer. And stop trying to change things ourselves. You can't do it. Only he can. In verse 4, it says, seek, seek the Lord in his strength. Here we go with seeking again. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Because if I seek the Lord and the strength of God, he's going to give me some strength. He's going to show me how to activate that power he gave me because he gave me power, love, and a sound mind. And I'm not walking around here like a crazy woman because I'm not seeking after the foolishness, but I'm seeking after God. I'm calling on him for his strength. I'm going to stay before him forevermore. Seeking him, not me, not what I'm talking about. And the things I want to change, I just pray about them and walk away and let go. I go find me something that's going to bless me, something that's going to inspire me, something that's going to encourage me. Right after they come the other day, I knew I was going to do something, but I just hadn't figured out when. And he come and he told me about the book. And now I'm beginning to write a book this weekend on plant-based foods for those that have leaky gut. Those that have gained too much weight and they got the mushroom stomach. Yeah, I'm working on that. I'm not working on, God, will you sending me a husband? I'm, and if I was married, I'm not going to sit around and go, oh, my husband, I done caught him cheat, so he cheats all the time. I'm just keep following the cheat. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do none of that. Them people call the street every time I turn around, they pull it up in a new truck. I, my truck is a 2015, Lord, I'm serving you. Why I can't get a new truck? Because you're seeking foolishness. I'm seeking the Lord to obey him. I'm seeking him to spread the good news because he wished that none should perish. The harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. We pray that the Lord of the harvest send more labors, but how about the labor he called and chose you for? That's what we're seeking after. 
Verse 5 says, remember his marvelous work that he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Remember the good things he done done for you, the miracle-working things I'm talking about. They told you you needed $1,500 by the third. And, and then all your money that you had after you paid everything else, you didn't even have 250 left. But he stepped in and they called you back and they told you, oh, no, uh, you don't you don't have to have it on the third. We made a mistake. Remember his marvelous works that he's done, his wonders. You went looking for one thing, God gave you another. You went looking for the receptionist position and he gave you the office manager, his wonders. You went even looking for the, the trouble in your family. You see, you went looking for what was in the natural, but he gave you what was spiritual. He changed your mind and sent you back home because had you gone over there, them two sisters that that man got, they was going to blow you down, kill, kill you on the spot. Wonders. And the judgments of his mouth, his word hold true. I'm seeking his word for what he said about me. He said, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. It looked like everybody around me got businesses and their businesses booming. Everybody around me losing weight and I'm gaining what they losing. And the judgments of his mouth. Because he said this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I don't have to be concerned about what you got and what you losing and what you doing. I got to remember his marvelous work that he has done for me and others. And I saw it. His wonders and the judgments of his mouth, his word hold true. Even his son hold true. He'll set us free and set us free indeed. Hallelujah. Everybody know. Oh, you know, Barbara, not like she used to be. Uh-uh, I've been set free in, through his son. S-O-N. I've been set free. I'm no longer bound to man. I'm no longer bound to the ways of man. I'm no longer bound to the ways of the world. I'm not hanging out with them women who want to be in the church and in the world, too. I can't do you, baby. Either you coming to God and we're going to be sisters in Christ or skip on to Maluk, my darling. Skip on down the road because I don't need it over here. 2023, we're getting it right. We're remembering what God has said in here. Yeah. I told you I got my carpet clean and everything. You can't come in here. I can't have you dirtying it up. Look here. Because you're not coming for the right thing anyway. Oh, taste and see today that the Lord is good. You ain't got to taste and see that Barbara got a good word for you. But I need you to taste and see today that the Lord is good. Not only does he answer prayers, but guess what? He make ways. He changed things around. He got the power. All power. Look what he said. He said, Oh, ye seed of Abraham, his servant. Verse 6. Ye children of Jacob, his chosen. Remember, God told Abraham to come out the country. Come out his own country. And when Abraham came out, Abraham wanted a big family. He loved children. He, he wanted some things. In order to obtain these things, he had to go through things. So now we all related to Abraham. We're the seed of Abraham. I don't care what color you is, what nationality you are, where you come from, what you do, what you did, what you can do. 
O ye seed of Abraham, his servant. Abraham was the servant of God. He called Abraham friend because Abraham believed God. I don't care what went on. 98 years old, right there at 100. God sent the angels and they had been told Abraham that he was going to have a son because that's what Abraham wanted. He wanted him a boy. Every man, I think, a thoroughbred man want a son. I'm sorry. If he get a daughter, he love his daughter more. But if he get him a son, boy, look at him, look at him. Boy, look at here, I say. This boy going to throw the baseball with him. They going to the basketball court together. They're going to play football together. He's going to be there for every game. He's going to cheer him on. He's going to teach him how to be a man. I'm talking about a thoroughbred man. Rough, rugged, and real, what I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm not talking about these men with the age, but they had a mind of the boy. I'm talking about a thoroughbred man that got a wife, love his wife, and his son. God done blessed him with a son. Now he out here telling the boy this here, look here. Uh, when you get a wife, you got to love her like I love your mama. Do you see me and your mama, how close we are? Do you see how when I come in the house, how I, I got the swag to pull her to me and hug her? Boy, when you get a wife, you got to do all these things. He got him a son. He making him a mini-me, he thinks. But he want the mini-me <coughs> to be even better than he was and that <coughs> better than his father was. That's what he want. A man want a son. Some of them want daughters, too, because he got him a princess, and he's going to treat her just like that, like she is just made from gold. If he see the, the wife slacking off with the hair, he, he's like, hey, hey, what's going on with, with my baby head? Because he'll treat her like that's his, his daughter. It ain't got nothing to do with the wife. She done carried her nine months and went through them labor pains, but he's going to treat her like he the only one that ruled and reign over her. The wife said, well, I've been busy, baby. We've been working double shifts, remember? And so I'm slow getting to, you know, really, well, look here. Uh, uh, here, take this $100 and go on over there and let them people do my baby hair. Because he used to her looking so pretty all the time. The mother keeps her clean. The mother keeps her dressed. Nice. Not like no little hoochie mama now, like you're seeing these folks out here now. We 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 tell me the true man of God, you know, we go to church, we we take her to church, and she sit between us at church, or she sit on the other side of the dad at church, or she like leaning over on the daddy, he'd make her feel so safe. Mm. That's what Abraham had in his life. He had him a son. He didn't get the boy till he was in his late nineties. God had been promised it to him, but he had to wait on the promise. Are we waiting on the promises of God today? Are we talking of his wondrous works and making known his judgments among the people? Are we singing, singing songs unto him? Are we getting ready to worship God when we wake up in the morning? Are we getting ready to praise him when we first realize he woke us up this morning, clothed in our right mind? What are we giving God for real in 2023? What are we letting go? We got to let some stuff. I had to let some stuff go. Lord, have mercy on them groceries. Ooh. I had to let a pound cake go. Mm. Turn that butter thing way from back there. Mm. But I had to let it go. He know I love to cook and eat. But I got to go to plant-based. I got to go to more fasting. 
way more faster. Yeah. Verse 7 says this. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He's judging you. He see what you're doing. He's he, he keeping notes. Keeping notes. Because when we stand before him and he played a movie that we've made every day, we make our own movie. We the star, we the leading star in it. We the director, the producer. We are everything. All the characters, the designer of the clothes, the, the music, we all of that in our own movie. And one day, he's going to play that movie for you. One day, he's going to tell you about the judgment that's in the earth, the things that we did too, the things that we did in the earth. He's going to tell you about it now. Verse 8 says, he has remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. God don't forget which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath unto Isaac. Isaac was our firstborn. And then here comes Jacob. And confirmed the same unto Jacob for law and to Israel for an everlasting covenant. We the spiritual Israel. I believe we're just Israel, but I'm going to say we, we're the spiritual Israel because we're in America. And they consider everybody born and raised in America Americans. But we're the spiritual Israel. He said this and confirmed the same unto Jacob for the law and to Israel for an everlasting covenant. Verse 11 says, saying unto thee, I will give the land of Canaan the lot of your inheritance. 12 says, when they were but a few men in number, yeah, very few and strangers in it. 13 says, when they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people. 14 says, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yeah, he reproved kings for their sake. And then he just dropped it on down in 15 like I really like it, saying, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. I sent these people over there. I took them out of their own country. I put them where strangers were. They decided to continue to follow me. They, they decided to continue in my word daily. They, they decided to pray daily, sometimes three, four times a day. I'm talking about a, a, a time set aside. See, a lot of times we pray them when we're on the way to the doctor. We pray them when we're going to the Shopping, we pray when we're going to get the tires changed, you know, the car changed. We pray, you know, at home when we uh, uh, think about something. But look, these people had, I call them rituals. These people had things that they did daily in prayer at least three times a day, morning, noon, and night. But I would bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. Not only his praises, but a prayer. I know what prayer can do. I know what prayer can do. Thank you, Brother Louis, for posting scripts. Oh, that's so good. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Seeing them scripts in there this morning. Yeah, I love it. The scripture, I love it. I love it. It's been a while since I saw that. All right, Sister Jerry, I'm coming at you. I'm going to one quick song of the morning. 
And uh, when we come back, we coming back, uh, opening up the studio, and uh, your light is on, I'll bring you in first. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to this one.
Hallelujah. You are my hiding place. Oh, you just, what what's make my heart rejoice. Yeah. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. And uh, we need to take that all the way through this year. Let him be your hiding place. Anything coming against you, we're going to run to God. We're going to take it to the altar and leave it there. If you want to know what to do, ask God. You, you, you stop asking people. Stop reading foolishness and ask God. Ask the Lord even who to read from. Because we need to read. Reading is fundamental. We can learn more. Yeah, reading taught me a lot of things. But we want to read the right stuff. Stuff that's going to encourage us in God. Inspire us in and through him. And keep us lifted. Hallelujah. All right, Sister Jerry, I'm coming at you right now. Uh, Di, I'm going to open your mic and I'm going to close it back. Okay. Good morning, Sister Jerry. God bless you this morning. Good morning, Sister Barbara. I am well. And I'm thanking God that it's Testify Friday. Amen. Sister Barbara. I know I often think about this, but God takes care of us even when we don't see ourselves and which direction we're going in. I thought about it this morning, Barbara. You came back in my life about five, six years ago. And I was heading, had them got my hair all laid down my back, my uh, outfit on, dressed for success. Even when you got the plane ticket in your hand, you ain't going on that plane. You had enough faith that God would protect me from killing my own self. I had wallowed in sin so much until you came along out of nowhere. And you said, I said, hey, I'm going, oh, no, you ain't going nowhere, honey. Thank you. I have to testify. That even when we don't know right from wrong, the Lord puts up a shield of protection. I was always trying to do, like you say, when I was supposed to go left, I went right. Supposed to go straight, I went backwards. Not a God. And he's not going to let you get on the plane. You didn't even know I was going on the trip. I say, what do you mean? I know I'm going somewhere. Just because you have the ticket don't mean you're going. You remember that, Barbara? Mm-hmm. Hello? Yes, yes, Jerry, yes. Oh, okay. I thought I had them talking in the mute. But no, we live- you, you had me, you know, when I first got into this stuff, I was trying to go to prophecy and let them tell me that, just like everybody else, this man I got on my side, God going to give him to me. God don't give you somebody else's husband. I'm going to tell you that right now. He just will not give you another woman's husband. And God is not going to let you destroy your own marriage. No, that, that's not of God. But I was had it made up in my mind that I'm going to have my high school sweetheart. 
I'm going to have him, and we're going to live happily ever after. Excuse me, I'm full of. But what really happened was, after five years of playing crazy stuff, God showed me he ain't the one. You know how he showed me? It was a bitter, hurt way he showed me. Because when the man came, I said, um, now my husband don't die, and I think, oh, God. You've given him to me now. No, 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 no. The man came over and I said, well, what do you think about getting married again? He said, oh, no, I never get married again. Did that, done that. So what we going to do? Well, you know us, we good together. We good together how? We good together as living in sin and playing white. Because that's what you're doing. When the man don't want to put a ring on it and make you his last name, change your address and give him the, the keys to the Bentley, you ain't nothing to him but his side piece and convenience. But that was a hard pill to swallow. But then God said, I have better. But you got to be willing to accept it. So I thank God for Barbara Jean Pittman. There's always came in my life and said, Jerry, you got to stop. Bob, let's run to the playground while we go into the office. They don't know how long it take us. Jerry, I can't have Mr. Pittman coming up in here bothering me. Come on, let's get to this office. I still ran to the playground, jumped on the monkey bars, and then ran and caught up with Bob. There's always a right way to do everything. But you see, Jerry? Jerry will come up with some stuff, and our friends, she'll be telling our friends, hey, wait, I got an idea. This is what we can do. No, that ain't what we can do, because you're doing all the wrong things, Jerry. And as listening to the testimony today, it's wrong to do wrong. There's no good that comes out of sin. My God is treating me so good. Even when I don't know how to tell him thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, Jesus, I thank you. He lets me go to sleep. Some night I go to sleep in pain. But God is still keeping me alert that whatsoever he has for me is for me. Mm-hmm. Barbara Jean Pittman, thank you for trying to tell me to stop sinning and start living for God. Because when I turn myself around, I have more than enough with less money. Mm -hmm. My husband is giving me $3,000 a week. I have more money now than I did when I was getting the $3,000 a week, and I'm not getting that much money a week. I, I'm only getting it once a month. My lights are on time. My cable on time. My phone on time. Now, how is this happening? I don't know. But what I do know is my girlfriend came and she looked at I said, oh, you know what? I think we bought out of food. She said, no, your freezer your is running over. And I thank God. I have more now than I did. When I had a man at the house, as Jesus said, I need somebody else's husband 
all we need is God. Amen. And I can't go back. I won't go back to that place of sin, regret, filth. It just a sickness. It's a. It's not good for you. So I just all I want to say, Barbara, I'm not perfect, and I've done some things, but I thank God that He's forgiven me, and He's working on this bad, bad little girl. And He's always had you by my side, Barbara. Skip to the loo, skip up on the high. I mean, I'm going to the office skipping with the big ponytails and the candy curls hanging down the back. And you would say, yeah, you ain't scared. What, somebody going to come get us, Barbara? No, you're going to get in trouble. Oh, yeah. I'm going to spank me, but that's okay. I couldn't sit in that classroom another minute. Yeah, you ain't scared. Yeah, I'm going to get in trouble, but that's okay. I can't take looking at Miss Smith with a holding a cup in her hand another minute. And the cup don't even exist. Have you ever thought, Barbara, some of these teachers are probably crazy teaching us? No, I thought that they the grown people. We don't talk about them like that. Oh, okay. Well, why don't we run to the playground and tell them Miss Tilly's wasn't there, and then we come back to the classroom and say, Jerry got her discipline on Oh, Lord, I thank you. Yes, Lord. But Barbara didn't lie. Barbara didn't lie for Jerry. And the more Jerry, as she got older, the worse she got. Barbara still stayed. Even to this day, Barbara said, Jerry. Yes, Barbara, let's pray. I'm sorry. I am still a work in progress. But I'm learning every day. He specializes in someone like me. Thank you, Barbara Jean Pittman, for being my friend. For I know not what I'm doing. And I have to constantly say that our Father Fred, lead me not into temptation. Because I am so easily misled. Mm-hmm. But I learned, just because a man sleep with you don't mean he want to marry you. He just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Do you value yourself enough to say no to him? Are you worth more than just a few minutes of rolling around in sin? I know I am. I know they make promises. But I know what love looks like, and I know what disrespect looks like. Mm-hmm. And I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for not judging me, Barbara. But like I say, just because I don't smoke, drink, do this or that, I do have sin. Well, I have sin in my words and in my thoughts. The things I have done and the things I have failed to do. But I'm asking the Holy Ghost to have mercy on me. Yeah, God. 
So I am not perfect. And I need guidance every, every day. I open my eyes. And I ask God each night, Lord, before I go to sleep, please remember me. Have mercy on me, Lord. And if I've done anything that's not like you to say, Lord, forgive me. For I am who I am. But I need you to do a work in me. Yes, God. Have mercy on me, Jesus, for I have messed up along the way. As you told me, Barbara, Oh, Jerry, it wasn't that. It was this with you. You just thought you was all of that in a bag of chips. Well, I didn't know that. I I just looked in the mirror and knew I had it going on. But you really didn't have it going on. You had what God had gave you, and you didn't use it in the right way. So I don't look in the mirror and think I got it going on now. I don't even look in the mirror anymore. And people say, oh, you are so beautiful. But see, I don't see that old me no more, so I don't think I'm that beautiful now. But God told me last night, you are beautiful because everything I made is beautiful. Thank you for your time this morning, Barbara, and that's my testimony. All right, Jerry Crowell, God bless you this morning. And uh, thank God for you coming in to share that testimony. And, yes, some of us, we have issues because what has happened in our childhood lives, we have had some traumas, some of us, in the childhood. And we went to church and this and that, but they didn't really explain everything because a lot of those people didn't know how to, you know, really reach God. They walked by faith and not by sight, and there were some things they could have done to enhance their lives to make it better, but they didn't know about that. They was hitting and missing. Yeah, because they thought they could do this right here, and, and when they go to church, that's that was God. But it's every day in our lives, everyday prayer life at home, in your home. I don't care if you live in the hut with the two palm trees. That's your home. You got to have a prayer life there. You got to have your own Bible study, praying and asking God for wisdom. For understanding. For knowledge. God, give me knowledge of your word. That I I can break it down for me. And if anybody else come along, I can help them. Because the scripture says, study to show thyself, first off, approval. A workman need not be rightly, ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. But it all starts with us first. My parents used to tell me, yeah, I got, I got, to, I got to get that butt. I got to spank that behind because charity starts at home and spread abroad. I got to train you at home. And then you better equip to operate in the street. And they used to tell us, yeah. if we don't train you, somebody else will. Yes, but they used to train you, uh, 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 even another neighbor might come up and shoot you because of what you said or what you did. So if we don't train you so you know right from wrong, you're going to be messed up. Yeah. 
So even as children, we go through. Oh, but today there is a God that heals. And sometimes the heal, healing process, it takes a minute. It's not quick, fast, and in a hurry. It takes a little longer. Hallelujah. All right, Don, I see you down there this morning. God bless you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God bless you this morning. And uh, tell that Philo the Great, I said hello, and I, I, I should be calling him sometime soon. But I have to wait on the Lord to move on certain things. And I don't know if his number is still the same, but it's still in my phone. And uh, we thank God this morning. But listen, intercessors, I need y'all to keep Dr. Amanda's family lifted up in prayer. And uh, she and my baby Kate, which is Sion and Buddy's daughter and Sister Dot's granddaughter, they were friends, her and Amanda. And so I need you to lift Baby K up and Amari up. Amari is Dr. Amanda's son. So, you know, keep he's a, he's a young boy. So we want to keep him lifted in prayer, keep her family lifted in prayer, keep Baby K lifted in prayer. And, and we know that God have it all in control because he knew he was bringing Amanda on. He was going to let Amanda lead this life. Yeah. And so when it's like that, we let God have his way and we tell him thank you. But see, like I said, I knew, I knew, I knew when she said they about to make the code, I knew. And you know, sometimes you don't want to accept things because you want it to stay like it is, you know, because right at the point you can't consider in your heart that they're going to leave here. You, 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 you knew them, you knew of them, you knew about them. So this is just. But as sure as God show it, it's going to happen. If he show you something, believe me, you, it's going to happen. We pray that his will be done. And we talked about he knew what was best for her. That's all I could get. That was because he was going to let her go on from this life. And we accept what Almighty God allows. We better off anyway. Whatever he does, we can't undo it. Whatever door he closed, we can't open that door. Where the strength at? Now, he gave you some power, but you don't have all power. He's the one with all power. And so we're grateful unto him. The studio is open. If anyone else have a testimony or something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in this morning. The first month in 2023, we get instructions. We get reminders. That, and if we stay with these reminders of God, he's going to take us all the way up to 24, 25, 26. We're going to learn something in the process that we must do. I got your message, Pastor David, and you're so right. Go and pull them shoes off and come in. <laughs> that tickle be real good. Yeah. God is good to us. We're his people, and he knows what's best for us. Oh, okay. Good morning, Minister Shonda. God bless you this morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful, wonderful, blessed. Good. I just wanted to say something about the goodness of God, and I just love him for loving me, love him because... um, he died for me. He shed his blood. Yeah. Um, he lets me know, though he doesn't have to, that he's real. 
because when I pray in his name, he moves on my behalf um, the way that he sees fit. And he's just done things in my life to let me know that he's real. I guess you have said if I want to share something from my past, I will. Um, Because I was sharing with my husband last night that years ago, and this was a bang thing too, but I was in the mirror looking at my hairline because my hair was a nice length, but I was standing on one side from relaxers. So I got to talking to the Lord about it. And I said, I know this vain, Lord. I said, but my hair has been in. I know this is a vain request, but but just to let me know that he heard me, I had took my grandma to a doctor's appointment. And uh, this little lady, this cute lady came up to me, and she put her um, hands on her hips. And she said, there you are. I've been looking for you. And she was just so sweet. I was like, you have? She said, yeah. She got to talk, and she started talking about when her hair was thinning. I was like, oh, my goodness. And she told me what she used. And then she walked off, and I just kind of sat her like, oh, my goodness. I was just praying to God about this. And mm-hmm. let me see what car this woman going to. And when I looked in the parking lot, she was gone. So I don't know she got in the car. Or if the Lord has sent an angel in disguise, but it just let me know. And that's just one thing. I mean, he's done so much, but the most important thing is that he died for me. And I just thank him and for being on my side because uh, it gets hard sometimes, but he hears my prayers and he comes and rescues me and I love him for it. So thank you, Evangelist, and I hope you have a good weekend. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. Hope you have a great weekend as well. A blessed, uncommon blessed weekend. Look, that reminds me of that too, uh, Minister Sean, that some have entertained angels unaware. And I prayed some vain prayers. Lord, look at my stomach. Yeah, I, 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 Lord, look right here. <laughs> Another mold on come right there. God, is that a freckle? Of, oh, yeah, I done did all that before. And he let me know, yeah, that's 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 a mold. That's not a freckle, and it's not going anywhere. It'll be painful if you remove it. I said, oh no, I'm gonna leave it right there. Uh huh. I did some vain prayers. Yes, yes. I think we all may have, because especially as we get older, we have a sickness. We don't look the same, and we're noticing different things about our skin, our hair. Because I'm using a shampoo and conditioner. That I, in advance to make sure mine don't thin out. Now, I don't really pull my hair tight or, or wear it tight like that, but I do put it back and up because I love a bond, a natural bond. And uh, that will cause your hair to thin. It'll cause your hair to, uh, your edges to go out. But mine, God, has been good to me. Yeah. And all them perms from back in the day as you get older, that help your hair to thin too. And we need some better vitamins. And uh, that that will help our hair. I'm going to bring the name of the shampoo and the conditioner uh, tomorrow. And so if someone, I mean, on Monday, I'm sorry, on Monday, and if you want to purchase it, you can. I didn't pay very much for it, but it works. Good morning, brother. I'm going to close your mic, Minister Shonda, and bring Brother um, Anthony in. Good morning, Brother Anthony. (laughs) 
Bless you this morning. How are you? <laughs> Bless Holly Paper. Good morning, Miss Bob. Good morning, everybody. First of all, I want to give God thanks for life, health, and strength, keeping him in the right mind, allowing me to see another day never seen before. Just thank God for, for active in my limbs. I'm thinking for oh, life itself, breathing life in my lungs, allowing me to be here another day to hear y'all voice. Even just to wake up to see my loved ones, you know, to, you know, God just be in place showing me, you know, life is life is short, you know, and, you know, we need to, you know, just in my heart, I feel like God just, you know, telling and dealing with me, you know, just to, you know, cherish the moments, to cherish being here and, you know, knowing that, you know, he's allowing us to live another day because, you know, without his hand over us, you know, we could be gone. So I, I just want to give God thanks. I thank him for that. Uh, I thank him for what God's doing, Father God, and you, Mr. Barber. Uh, I thank God for, you know, just the ministry, the show, and being able to hear each other. Good morning to you. Good morning to everybody that came on this morning. Uh, for Lewis, the Jerry, I mean, first of all, you, Mr. Barber, uh, Jay, uh, Sister Shana just was on, uh, Brother Louis, and uh, just everybody. Yeah, uh, 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 you know, I was listening earlier when you first came on, and uh, I got a whole lot to say. I'm gonna try to say it as much as I can, as much time I got. But uh, uh, I just thank God again. Uh, I just uh, recently, yesterday, came back from uh, the home going for my aunt Gwendolyn, Minister Gwendolyn.
giving us spirit to be humble, you know, and uh, I, it just blessed me. Uh, uh, I got so much I could say right now, and uh, but I just want to be obedient to God's will, and you know, I I just want to right now, Miss Barbara, if I could, uh, pray right now. Yes, yes. Oh, Father God, Lord, I thank you, Father God. Father God, I just, Lord, I come to you humble as I know how, Father God. Father God, I thank you for life itself, Lord God. I thank you for divine connection, Father God. Father God, I thank you for, Lord God, you, Father God, just your love, Father God. Lord, I ask that, Father God, this prayer, Lord God, I pray this prayer, Father God, that you would give me the words of prayer, Lord, that I will be able to speak. Father God, and encourage others, Father God, with this prayer, Lord God. Lord God, that we will walk and call and walk into the calling that you have on our life, Father God. And Lord God, that Father God, the ones that don't know you, Lord God, that they will come to know you, Lord God, and the ones that Father God know you, that Father God have with us great that they will come closer to you, Father God. But Lord, we thank you, Lord, we come within you, come to you, Lord God, in reference, Father God. Lord, thank you for your your mercy, honor, and your glory, Father God. We thank you for Life help us grant, Lord. Thank you for keeping us in our right mind, Lord. We thank you for, Lord God, your everlasting love, Father God, on our hearts, Lord God. And as you guide and direct us, Father God, that we will be obedient to your will, Father God. We ask that, Father God, in our walk with you, Father God, that you will give us strength, Father God, that we need daily, Father God. And Father God, just ask today, Father God, Lord God, that the men and women and families, Father God, through this ministry, ministry, and as well as Father God, the people that have been spoken about that are going through sickness and death in their family, Lord God, that Lord God, that you would touch them, that you would heal them, that you would comfort them, Father God. And Father God, we just speak healing, deliverance, Father God, in your mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord God, I thank you for Miss Barbara Pittman, Father God. We thank you for her, her willingness, Father God obedience, Father God, and doing your will, Father God, Lord, that you will get the glory, honor, and the praise, Lord God, that, Father God, the oil that you have stored in her will be an oil that is stored in others, Father God, other believers, Father God, that, Father God, come to this light, Father God, throughout the nation, throughout the world, Lord, that she, Father God, do your will in her, and Father God, her obedience, Lord, will touch others, Father God. Lord, all over the world, Father God, of believers and unbelievers, Father God, they will come to know you, Father God, that you will get the glory, honor, and the praise, Father God. And Father God, I just thank you for, Lord, just touching my heart, Lord God, answering my prayers, Lord God, showing me, Father God, the things that I need to do, Father God, and being obedient to your will, Father God, that you have called me to do and the calling that you have on my life, Lord God. And Lord God, I just ask that you continue to humble me. Humble me, Lord God, that I would decrease, that you may increase in me, Father God. And Lord God, I just thank you right now, Father God. Father God, I thank you for, Father God, doing a wonderful work in us, Lord God. Lord, I ask, Father God, that as this day goes forth, Father God, and Lord God, that you would continue to heal, Father God, deliver, Father God. Father God, every name that was, Father God, spoke again, Father God, on this line, Father God, Lord even through the infirmity and no infirmity, Father God, your love and affliction, Father God, Lord, that you have grown in us to be men and women of God, Lord, seeking your face daily, Father God, Lord God, and we just thank you, Father God. And Lord, I ask you, 
We don't want to lean to our own understanding. In all our ways, we want to acknowledge you. You're directing our path. Help us not to be wise in our own eyes. Father, help us to fear you and depart from evil. In the name of Jesus, don't let us be consumed by the world. Let, don't let us be consumed about hustling for money. Don't let us be consumed about stuff and things, but that our soul is in trouble. And that we are before you, you know the very intent of our heart, and you watching as well as praying. Because, Lord, people work to get money to pay bills when they should work and take the money and give it away and let the seed planting that they do take care of them, but they got it backwards. But help today, Father, help us all that we'll come up in you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As we depart this morning, bless every caller and every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast. Father, move by your spirit in a mighty way. Let them receive the word that the word can heal or in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless Dr. Amanda's family. Lord, bless baby Kate. Lord, I speak a change of heart and mind. And, Lord, you are doing it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We come this morning thanking you, Lord, for opening the chat room back up. Thank you for Brother Lewis, who commanded God. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all those that gave $9 and more on yesterday. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. And we give you the praise for everything. Thank you, Lord, for my new look. Uh, thank you for repairing peace. Oh, we thank you this morning for all you've done. And Lord, lead and guide us to be in the right path for, for your name's sake. In the name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In the name of Jesus, both today in love and peace, share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves that you can give us. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today in Jesus' name. So at this time again, I'm going to say bye-bye and have a blessed day. Let's go to this with angels in the room. Mm-hmm.